Hey, fake friends. Listen to Fake Headlines Podcast on Stitcher Premium. Use Fake Headlines for one month free. Listen to some of your favorite shows ad-free, like Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend. My Favorite Murder. Having Funlessness with Jen Kirkman. Natch Butte. Office Ladies. Prompt and Circumstance. Welcome to my show. Science Rules with Bill Nye and so many more. Plus get access to Stitcher Originals, bonus episodes, comedy albums, and more. Only $4.99 a month or $34.99 for the whole year. Go to stitcher.com slash premium to sign up today. Again, use promo code FAKEHEADLINES for one month free. Bye. Bye. We're recording. I did it with my toes. <laughs> this is the most artistic shot I think I've ever taken. <laughs> that was awesome. That's a beaut. That was really a beaut. That was incredible. Thank uh, you. Welcome, everybody, to Fake Headlines Podcast, episode number 78. <laughs> uh, we're starting off on a, on the right foot tonight <laughs> that was as, my right foot too <laughs> as uh tiffany just uh started the recording of tonight's program using her big toe i did and it was very impressive to watch thank you you're really good with your feet thank you <laughs> i uh i oh go ahead i was gonna say um one of my duties as a godmother is to try and teach my goddaughter how to use her toes to pick things up. And have you been doing that? We've we've begun our your training lessons yeah. and training. Yes, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's a it's a great skill to have. Yep, starts you, with crayons. Yeah, start picking up crayons, mm-hmm. Legos. Yes, Legos with the feet. Yep. Yeah, you know, Tiffany, for someone who has a uh, disdain for the human foot. You have one of the most talented ones I've ever seen. Thank you. And I don't know what that means, but it's the truth. It's uh, it's one of the things that uh, brought myself and uh, our best friend Joe together um, because he's slanky as am I. And uh, when we found out that the other had finger toes as well, well, that's an unbreakable bond. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> unbreakable. That's an unbreakable bond. Yeah. I wonder if you disdain feet because you know other feet aren't as good as yours. <laughs> of course that's probably what it is <laughs> you have extremely self-confident feet so uh-huh. when you see another bare human foot in public you're just like Ugh. look at that despicable thing doesn't even live up to the incredible expectations that is capable probably of the human foot it probably stinks and i bet you it can't twist a doorknob like i can no you. can't turn on a faucet you you it can't pick up a <laughs> pencil i dropped on the floor yeah you can't turn on a voice recorder you don't have opposable toes you loser hmm i can use all my appendages for things (laughs) uh well we've had fun (laughs) well there you go guys uh there's my hidden talent also included on my acting resume uh it does in fact say picks things up with toes (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> hasn't gotten me uh the callbacks that i wanted but you it's know. work it's a living it's a living it's a living it's a living <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, we're excited this is our uh last episode before christmas break yes uh christmas is next week sorry it's late which is 
partly why it's late because we had a lot to do this past weekend. Yeah, there's a lot of holiday preparations happening. A lot because really last weekend was our last weekend to shop. Yeah, we did a lot of marathon shopping with Mm -hmm. the family last weekend. Got Mm -hmm. everything taken care of. Mm -hmm. And now we got a wrap tonight and tomorrow and we got to be we're going to be gallivanting around New York State visiting family. Mm hmm. It's an exciting time. It's the season. It is the season for gallivanting around New York State. <laughs> it's the season for gallivanting. We're the New York Santas. Happy gallivanting, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Happy gallivanting to you. Ah, and a good gallivanting eve to you as well. <laughs> Here we are. The New York Santas sounds like uh, something that you would have in like a pageant. <laughs> like With a big sash. Yeah, but it's like Macy's Santa, so like they like parade around in maybe like Santa bathing suits. <laughs> like they're still fur lined for some reason in a sash. I wonder who, who would host that. Uh, would it be? Uh, it would be who's like the jolliest person. Who's the jolliest? Like Louis Anderson, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> He's Jane a, Lynch. Jane Lynch. Yes. <laughs> I feel like she'd have fun with that. I think she'd that. be a good. Yeah, she would be a good. She's a jolly person. Yeah, she's happy. She's happy. She's uh, very funny. She's she'd in a Buffalo. Is it this weekend? She is in Buffalo this weekend. At the, uh, well, Niagara Falls, um, actually. Yeah, at the old casino there. Yeah. Uh, some kind of holiday show with so, uh, Kate Flannery from The Office. Yes. And so some other person. Some other person we don't know. We don't know them. We don't know their credits. It's but we know Jane Lynch is really into Christmas. She'd be perfect. It would be, it would be perfect. <laughs> I like the idea of a Santa, um, a New York State Santa contest that does involve a Santa bathing suit. I think that's, uh, mm-hmm. I think that's very good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what other things do they do during beauty pageants? Um, I think they have a, a talent portion. What do you think Santa's talent, what Santa talent would be? A Santa talent would be uh, eating the most cookies in under 30 seconds. Oh, and there you go. Yeah. Like w- maybe it's like, maybe as part of the talent competition, um, it can be like a food eating contest of just cookies and oh, milk. I like that. I imagine there's like a sort of like an American Ninja Warrior aspect to it where they have to, to like see if they can get down the chimney well. Oh my God. That's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) There's like an obstacle course (laughs) and they have to like sneak. There's like children looking out a window and they have to like sneak under the window and then they have to jump up a wall and then go down the chute to the chimney. Because it's presented in front of a live audience. I like to imagine it's like a clear Santa chute. So like, <laughs> right, right, like yeah. it's like a chimney, but it's clear. So you actually so see. see his face as he struggles down. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and back up. Yeah. Cause you got to get out of that thing. How does easy. he get back up? Does he like leap up? Is there a rope involved? Is it just Santa magic? Santa magic. Where man. he let, does like a little bewitch twinkle of his nose. <laughs> I don't know. You got to stay tuned to find out. These Santa shoots are going to expose all the secrets. That's right. Oh, man. How exciting. Santa exposed. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, that doesn't sound oh, good. Oh, no. No, don't, don't Google that. No, don't do that. You're going to get a... That's g- terrible. Ooh, you're going to get an infection in your browser. Cover... <laughs> <laughs> you upgraded from Bob Hope to Johnny Carson Ooh. this week, so I'm proud of you. Ooh. You're going to get a communicable disease from Chrome. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so, yeah. So, we're on, I'm on vacation. Tiffany still has to put a few more hours into her day job tomorrow sorry but you get it you get the day off after christmas i don't yeah so that's pretty cool for you not so much for me yeah i'm very sorry about that it's just the way it worked out this year unfortunately yeah next year 
Who knows? <laughs> it's going to be different. It's going to be so different. You'll you guys see. don't even know. Yeah, you'll see. You're going to be like, whoa, remember a year ago when they were talking about their Christmas? Uh, you won't. It sounds like Kevin's vacation is different this year than it was last year for the better, and uh, he got what he wanted, so that's cool. <laughs> sounds like they got their episode right right out on time on Thursday as it's supposed to be. Boy, I have a really long memory for a weird, random thing about their vacations from a year ago. <laughs> wow, I really like this show. Number one fan. God, I should start a blog. <laughs> Let me tell you about my favorite podcast. Is does that exist? <laughs> <laughs> D- does anything exist? This is very deep. I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> Between such deep questions and my new progressive lenses and my glasses that I'm adjusting to, and everything seems really trippy at times. I'm feeling good right now, man. <laughs> you don't. You don't need any chemicals in your body. You're just. Straight up living on weird things that surround you. I'm high on lenses. Yeah. New. Brand new. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, this is Fake Headlines Podcast. Yes, Fake Headlines Podcast. If this is your first time listening, uh, thank you. Uh, If you've listened before, also thank you. Equal thanks. Yes. And uh, what we do here is each of us have uh, scoured the internet this week. We found a strange headline. And in an accompanying article. And we made up a couple of headlines of our own. Equally bizarre. Mm-hmm. And we will pitch the headlines to each other. And we will kind of goof around. We'll use them as a jumping off point for goofery and laughability. And uh, we'll try to figure out what the headlines are about. And we'll try to guess what the real story is. So we're basically trying to trick each other with fake news. Yeah. Isn't that fun? Super fun. Oh, man, we're the best. We're so great. So I believe that I am going first this week. Yes, you are. All righty. Well, let me get my newspaper here. And I will get my notebook ready. I really should have sharpened my pencil. Well, Tiffany, you've always been the sharpest pencil in my drawers. Right back at (laughs) you. All right, Tiffany, headline number one. Mom uses several life-sized cardboard cutouts of herself to trick toddler son into thinking she's always around. (laughs) Mom uses several life-sized cardboard cutouts of herself to trick toddler son into thinking she's always around. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be there for you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's like so sweet and weird Is it? <laughs> that was the original name of this podcast sweet and weird <laughs> headline number two probably have the same amount of listeners oh <laughs> hmm. is that good or bad i don't I know don't, it's good no okay okay that made me feel weird for a minute there no uh headline number two pennsylvania coal worker fired for selling stolen coal to parents Pennsylvania coal worker fired for selling stolen coal to parents. Wow. And headline number three, new app lets you turn your kitchen into a takeout restaurant. New app allows you, excuse me, new app lets you turn your kitchen into a takeout restaurant. Huh. Into takeout. Yeah. Looks like we're in the restaurant biz, baby. Yeah, we make food good enough to eat. We made some slamming pasta tonight. I'd sell that shit. Me too. People would buy that shit. Mm-hmm. People would eat that shit. It was spicy and had jalapenos in it. It was awesome. Not to brag. 
But it was really good. Okay, so mom... Uses several life-size cardboard cutouts of herself to trick toddler son into thinking she's always around. I'm really appreciative uh, that the uh, headline specified that it was a toddler son. <laughs> Not just like a grown son. Not just son. like their grown son, like, Mom? <laughs> Mom? <laughs> Mom, you died 14 years ago. What's going on, man? Mom, why are you watching me? Oh, this is I'm private times. I'm in, I'm in the bathroom. <laughs> I, this is weird. This is... Why is mom staring at me while I poop? <laughs> that's not to say that a toddler wouldn't have those same thoughts. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You're correct. We th- we assume that kids have just simplistic thoughts, but they could be... Very complex. Adult thoughts. We just don't remember them. Yeah. There's no way to know. <laughs> what if it's like... It's kind of weird that she's got that cold stare. I mean, her smile is so bright, as <laughs> usual, but her eyes... They have no life in them. <laughs> Which what? is sort of like her, but... When was the last time she blinked? <laughs> Does my mother blink? Oh my God, have I ever seen mom blink before? Do I blink? What's a blink? Yep. <laughs> I think I just did it. <laughs> I'm going to try one at a time now, and those thoughts just travel off. <laughs> uh, or is that just how my brain works? No, I think you're just... Uh, <laughs> I think you're just stoned, I think, is what the problem is. No, uh, I'm not the one who's stoned, mister. I, I thought know. the stove moved earlier because my glasses are funky. <laughs> it's <laughs> weird. I'm getting used to these progressive lenses. So, like, if you if I look at things a certain way and tilt my head a certain way, there's, like, unnatural movement occurring. <laughs> it's very bizarre. It's very, oh, you know, speaking of unnatural movement in the, in the eye doctor, I forgot to tell you this. While I was in the waiting room for the eye doctor, because I got there to get, pick up my glasses today, I, I left work early uh-huh. and uh, f- went to go get my glasses. I had to wait a half hour for the guy because he was on his lunch break. Mm-hmm. But while I'm in there, there's a mom and her daughter who's I don't, a toddler age. I don't know what the age was. But uh, she was like, come on, let's go to the bathroom. She's like, the little kid's like, I got to go to the bathroom. So they get to go to the bathroom. So in the bathroom, you can hear them yelling. Like you hear the girl yelling, the kid yelling. <laughs> so she comes, she comes storming out of the bathroom and she goes, I hate poop. I don't want to poop. I will not poop. Is that the mom? That was the kid. <laughs> no, I thought it was. That was the doctor, actually. <laughs> I was like, doctor, could you would you mind adjusting these glasses for me? I'm sorry about your poop. But, I uh, will not poop. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's an awful thing. Aww. That's terrible. Oh man, what a weird memory to have when that kid gets older. Yeah, huh? like is that kid like is is that moment gonna like screw them up somehow? Or are they already screwed up in some weird way that they don't want to poop and they hate poop? I think uh, they might associate it with the urinal that's right next to the toilet in that bathroom. <laughs> it's you, you sit down and it's just like right there. There's a urinal right in your face? It's beside you. Oh, that's weird. Yep. It's, it smells terrible. But oh. there is like a tiny little wall between the urinal and the sink. Oh. So. I'm not sure why they couldn't put one in between the urinal and the toilet. Yeah, they do that with urinals a lot, like especially like on and like rest stops along. They the, smell so bad. Yeah, like rest stops along the the New York State Thruway. There's a lot of area rest areas where it's just urinals without any dividers whatsoever. Just a row of urinals. Yeah, that's well, bizarre. I, I guess men were never really taught to like be ashamed in any sort of way so like women like really desire that privacy of like i was i was always full of shame (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I would like a urinal in a separate room. That's what I want. I want <laughs> <laughs> this kid is going to want uh, a urinal in a separate room and then a cutout cardboard version of his mom everywhere he goes now. <laughs> He's just going to be conditioned to be like, this is my normal. Yeah. I cannot function without this <laughs> i mean he's not the little girl screaming right right i will not poop <laughs> uh so that's kind of comfort because kids get really like we've noticed this with uh like our god children like when the parents leave the room they get really freaked out like they like to always have them around right? yeah and they like they, it's a normal thing they like stretch their whole bodies around a chair like mom oh god mom is she gone where'd she go and then they hear the door shut and there's usually tears yeah or like just general like confusion as to how how did she disappear right um so this kind of avoids that but our kids like how do they not know that it's car- like a cardboard person is it just comforting the image i, I wonder think how that that's works. what i think i think it's probably just the the mere image of like because i mean your strongest bond usually uh is with one of your parents when mm-hmm. you're a kid whoever's raising you Uh, Let's put it that way. And so uh, you have that bond. And so I I assume that as a a little kid, they probably have a certain sort of comfort and familiarity of having that person just constantly having kind of an eye on them until they learn how to make trouble. Right. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And then in which case they're like, where's mom? She around for nefarious reasons. I'm about to pull some flour out of the cupboard for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to try and make a snowman. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but the, the, I think there's probably just even that visual comfort of, yeah. of knowing, okay, I, like I almost fell off the chair. Oh, mom's right there. Okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. She looks okay. She's smiling. Yeah. Everything seems She's okay. She's not panicking. I'm going to take a cue from that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So I think maybe that with this child being a toddler, he he just takes comfort in the fact yeah. that mom is right there watching. I guess it's kind of the same way in, I'll let you, um, uh, that people feel comfort in having like a watchful God over them, like oh, in, okay. in religion, you know what yeah. I mean? Like there's that comfort of like, everything's okay i have that i have that visual eye on me. right and you have like a um maybe like a cross or some kind of religious artifact yeah, in your home yeah. that reminds you of that constant sort yeah. of uh visual blessing and visual or whatever yeah yeah yep i was thinking about how maybe the kid the the, the parents had to be very particular with the kid and as the kid's playing the mom moves off into the periphery and then the someone else maybe the dad would then take the mom aside and replace her with the cardboard <laughs> like a stand-in so the kid just thinks that the mom's still there do you think she has to wear the same clothes every day <laughs> mom you weren't wearing that just a moment ago <laughs> what happens when the kid sees two of their mom one's moving and the other one oh isn't? man that's bizarre yeah <laughs> or if there's like all kinds of ones already pre-made in different positions like there's one for the kitchen and she's got like a chef hat on <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's a mom vacuuming 
Just standing there with a the vacuum. Is <laughs> mom reading a book? There's all. <laughs> Kid doesn't one, understand why he's not getting his bedtime story. It's one for any. I can't hear mom's story. It's so bizarre. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think when you're like really little, do you you don't have that sense? You don't realize when mom's not there, right? Like when you're a little baby, you probably wouldn't cry because she's not there because you can't see her. Right. So it's definitely like a little window of time where that that upsetness exists for kids, right? That's why um, peekaboo is so enticing and exciting for yeah. kids. Like they almost a little bit like a, not necessarily a memory of a goldfish, but so, same sort of thing where like disappear for a second and then there you are. Right, right. Disappear for a second and there you are. Yeah. And like every, <laughs> it doesn't matter how many times you do it. There's usually some sort of like, fun reaction from a yeah, kid yeah because they just it's just that they can't comprehend it like how yeah. could this person disappear like and that? then come back yeah 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 absolutely it's so, like when your dog gets excited when you come home from work yeah they don't know where you've gone like, oh my god amazing yeah or I, since i've been home from work my cat hasn't left me so right <laughs> exactly she's curled up under my legs as we speak yeah exactly she can't she can't fathom that she's, <laughs> this is happening again it's amazing for her it blows her little mind. <laughs> she would not uh, fall for a cardboard cutout <laughs> yeah, of us. You're right. She would rub her face <laughs> up against it and be like, this is shit, and then knock it over. <laughs> <laughs> Although I have left like my clothes in a crumble on the floor next to the bed. And uh, like she's kind of like laid on my like undershirts. Mm-hmm. And like it's almost like she must sense I don't think they're extra comfortable for her. It's just, right. I think I think it has to do with the scent of me. Yeah. So she'll just like lay on it with like Superman style on top of my shirt. <laughs> or those and, little boot guards that I have. Yeah, exactly. Like she must know it's not us, but she's definitely associating it with us somehow because of the scent. Yeah. But I think she understands this is not the same size and dimension as we are yeah. in the object. I, I would think. Yeah, I would you think You would think so. the cat could separate that? <laughs> Yeah. Because she seems to like understand that we're, you know, like if you put your, like sometimes we'll, I'll, with our cat, I'll uh, play with my hands with her and I know that's wrong, but. And she, I yell at you every time. I know, but it's fun. But she'll bite, she'll go to bite, but she knows not to bite hard on the fingers because she knows, she seems to understand that that's part of me and that would hurt. Uh-huh. I don't know how she knows that, but she just it, doesn't do that. It's part of the development that she learns as a kitten. Ah, okay. So, uh, with with cats like with any other kid they learn certain things so having little kittens exposed to having a playmate when they're little um and allowing them to wrestle and play around it helps them understand the pain threshold so then if Uh, another kitten is like playing with them or like scratches them or bites them or something then they understand oh i'm doing that too and Mm -hmm. that hurts Hmm. so then they kind of it's it's just a learned play behavior. Interesting. That's interesting. You mentioned wrestling because when Chloe and I wrestle, she will sometimes just flat out suplex me. And I don't know how she has the strength, but it, it does. Professional hurt. training. She's good. Yep. She's very good. Yeah. Well, she she was a lucha store, a star at some point. <laughs> um, she was a lucha cat. Little known fact. Yeah, that's interesting. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. So um, I support this mom and her... Uh, 
her measures uh, in in cardboard cutouts around her house. <laughs> so funny. That's a great. Also, it's probably good to probably wards off uh, intruders. I think there's like a lot of ladies, like a lot of it's like sex tuplets all living together. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that one article you had about shadow boxing. Yeah, yeah. The shadow boxer helping with was it Japan? Yeah, it was in Japan where like the in the windows they kind of beam an image of someone like shadow boxing, so it looks like someone's just up there working out. Yeah. Or punching a punching bag, so yeah. it wards off. Uh, would-be intruders because it's an apartment <laughs> building that is designed to be rented out to single women. Uh-huh. So it's an added layer of security to have this. So, well, hopefully people don't know about this. I mean, now that they know that the article is out there, pe- like people are going to be like, oh, and we know that's fake, so let's just right. get in there. But, you know. Yeah, what are the chances that one's fake? Maybe I'll... I'll yeah, they do. They investigate. do. They make sure they they do have some professional boxers living in the building. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want to take a chance? I hear Mike Tyson lives somewhere in this building. <laughs> <laughs> Mikula Tyson. It's <laughs> the fastest girl name I could come up with. Well, I don't know why I didn't go with like Michelle. That's yeah, logical, Mikula. right? Yeah, why not? What is wrong with my brain? <laughs> <laughs> Mikula Tyson, the Russian heavyweight champion. <laughs> Was he was he was in Rocky Six, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mikola Tyson. <She. laughs> uh, okay, so uh I like that as I wrote coal down, I spelled it wrong both times. Did you spell it like the store Coles? I spelled it like <laughs> like the name Cole. Like okay. the, the end of Nicole. Gotcha. <laughs> I don't know. Why did I spell it like that? I don't know. The, I know it's not spelled like that. The end of Nicole sounds like a coming of age movie. <laughs> <laughs> the end of Nicole. <laughs> uh, so headline number two, Pennsylvania coal worker fired for selling stolen coal to parents. Looks like some kids have been naughty this year. Looks like, yeah. I mean, Pennsylvania must be very strict with their, like... Well, if you aren't good this year, Santa's not going to bring anything but coal. But coal. And then they get coal. That's what happens when you grow up in coal country, huh? Right, exactly. That's tough. (laughs) Look, if you're not working and and providing, you got to get, you're going to get, and you're going to get coal. You got to be a good kid. You got to be a good kid. Yeah. You got to not be worried about your mom, where she is. Yeah. You got to just focus. Don't worry about those cardboard cutouts. Just accept that they're cardboard <laughs> cutouts and go on about your business and just, just, just do what you need to do. Don't get in the closet and, and uh, pantry and pull out that flower. Don't you do it. Right. Now get back into this fireworks stock room. We got stock fireworks to sell. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it has anything to do with child labor. Yes, it does. No. <laughs> That's what children in Pennsylvania get in their stocking. They get fireworks, coal, and maybe some tasteful magazines. <laughs> Here, learn to read this. It's like popular mechanics. <laughs> <laughs> but mom, I, I I miss highlights. You're too old for that now. I'm six. I'm six. <laughs> <laughs> here's a here's a magazine called Rebel Flag Monthly. Read it. No. Um <laughs> so a Pennsylvania coal worker stole coal yes to sell yeah that's really awful that's like yeah. i work at this place that's like i mean a joking aside the coal industry that's in pennsylvania so it's like the equivalent of like a person who works at apple stealing merchandise that's very valuable right. to that specific business and just yeah and then just selling it to other people right 
illegally. Yeah, it's like that. It's like that time that you and I worked at that office and we stole all those post-it notes and pens and tried to open up our own office supply store. I know it didn't take off. It did not I, go well at all. I think it was because the pens didn't work. Some of them were chewed on. Yeah, they were pens just from our drawers. And there were some loose post-its. Yeah. Like some of them had stickiness on the back. Most of them were used. The ones that had a stack of three. You just had to flip them over and use the back, but then you couldn't use the stickiness anymore if there was any left. Yeah, but then, you know, as part of it, I mean, we had half rolls of tape. Right. I mean, you don't need a full... Who uses a full roll of tape at work? You always lose it. Right. How much tape are you you using in your desk? Right. What are you hanging up in your office? You don't need that much tape. No. No. Highlighters, you need one. It'll last you seven years. Trust me. Maybe maybe our, our selling tactics just weren't good enough. That's true. I mean, we did set up uh, right in an old photo mat in, in a plaza where there was an office max. Yeah. So it was kind of like we maybe should have had a better location, I think. Yeah. And, when, and the name of our store, too, probably wasn't as catchy as we thought it was. It was the Killin' Dillons. Yeah. that It made people think that it was like a, uh, more of like an outdoorsman store or like maybe we sold weapons. Yeah. Like this one, uh, you know, a real creepy person came in and asked if we, we sold knives. And I was like, that's not something we keep at an office. And they were like okay but where are your knives and like gave you a little wink and i was like i don't i right. don't know what you mean like almost thought it was like a front for something else yeah like we're, we're involved in the illegal knife trade or something i feel like killing dylan's is you know says it all right right we're killing it with office supplies yeah i mean it's so obvious so why would you take obvious. that a different way man but he did buy a couple of old post-it notes though and we did make a couple dollars that was nice we did mm-hmm. yeah. it was cool but still uh, so it's <laughs> Pennsylvania coal worker. Uh, how much coal did he steal? I mean, enough to where there's a, I mean, you wouldn't think that you would, uh, you wouldn't think that the, uh, w- it would go unnoticed or it would be noticeably missing unless they're like cat really cataloging that coal there. Well, how do they, how do they, um, well, how do they catalog it? Is it something that they weigh? I don't know. That could be. So you mine the coal and then... That's probably what it is, right? Put yeah, it, it in sense. a bucket and weigh it? I don't I don't know how things work. You have to stand You have to stand I'm, on a scale with the coal and then they... First you stand on the scale without coal. By yourself. Then you stand on the scale with coal and then the physician's assistant comes in and checks your height. Yeah. Because you might as well check the height while you're there. You don't need it for the coal, but it's yeah. just good to know. Just in case. You never know. Yeah. And then they then they do the comparison of the, of the weights and then, uh-huh. they, and then they know how much coal there is and then they add it to... The big pile, the bushel, (laughs) the bushel, the bushel of coal, the bushel of coal is in the main room. The main room, yeah. The main room, yeah. The bushel of coal in the main room, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. That's like a sounds like a Mumford and Sons B side. You guys know that we're experts on all things, right? (laughs) Is this a common thing that might happen in? places where uh coal is a way of life where like like i feel like we we growing up i I say we collectively as people who grew up in new york grew up with like oh if you're naughty you'll get coal in your stocking and it's all a big joke right it's not a joke there what if it's not a joke there what if it's serious what What if if kids really get coal and it's like a good thing 
And they're like, yay, we can heat through the winter. Right. <laughs> and yay. by that, I mean like four days. I can power my Xbox for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Thanks, Santi. I can finally take that train ride. <laughs> I finally, I built that, that uh, coal engine. And it's uh, ready to go. I just needed the coal. <laughs> so I was naughty all year. And I got all this coal. <laughs> Look at me with the super train. Super train. You know, the coal is a, a fossil fuel, right? Is that what they call it? Is that what they call a fossil fuel? I think that's gas, isn't it? I think gas is a gas. How? No, I mean like gas, like oil, I guess. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oil is a f- fossil fuel yeah it's what is coal it's coal i don't know can you look it up because yeah. i'm not really i don't know a lot about the coal industry i know that it uh is a pollutant i know is coal a fossil fuel i know that um the people who work in the mines go put their bodies through a lot coal crude oil and natural gas are all considered fossil fuels because they were formed from the fossilized buried remains of plants and animals that lived millions of years ago because of their origins, fossil fuels have a high carbon content. Wow, so there you go. All of them. So all of that stuff is a fossil fuel. Okay. So I guess uh, we're running out of fossils, right? I mean, we don't have enough. Like, eventually we're going to run out of this stuff, right? Right. So, But I think the, I think I have an, a good solution. So instead of investing money in wind and solar power... We need to create more fossils faster. Sure. So you're proposing we take all the cemeteries and make them fossils. Oh, God. I didn't think about that, but yes. (laughs) 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 Cha-ching. So Miss we need Cousin to, Larry, but boy, we need to get this car going. <laughs> we need to. <laughs> what if that was like a family dowry? <laughs> like the more people you had in your family, so it would like encourage uh, increase in population. So the more people you had in your family, the more people you buried, which would then pro- propel the uh, economy in funeral services. So the more people you buried, the more fuel you would have for your future gain and being able to travel. You could sell it. You could. (laughs) (laughs) I love the idea of like a funeral home slash gas station. (laughs) (laughs) A funeral dowry. (laughs) Sure. You can marry my son. If you tell me how many plots you got back there. Hmm? <laughs> you see, we've got an SUV and it has a big tank. <laughs> and uh, That's a real big tank. And uh, Dolores is looking on taking a little trip out west this summer. And we're just hoping that you got a few that are about to knock off that we could use to get this little trip going. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And maybe uh, maybe a few back there are just... Uh, I was just waiting to rev up and go. <laughs> See, I took like you took it into a into a much darker place <laughs> with funeral. With you're welcome. I, but I was thinking animals, like because dinosaurs, right, and fossils. Oh yeah, and natural <laughs> animals that, that died. Too. I was thinking of like like having like a a chicken farm or something that we don't eat the chickens, we just kill them for the fossils. Oh, that's terrible. That's <laughs> even just... worse than eating them. <laughs> is, is it though? Yeah. Yeah, I guess you're right. Let's bring these things to life just to murder them. <laughs> just to murder them. That's darker than me, man. At least mine all died on, you know, because right, they were they're giving they, now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like giving your body to science. You're giving your body to 
the greasing the machine of the economy. You're giving your body to the future uh, ruining of our uh, environment. Right. But you're going to keep the family home warm for out the entire winter months, though. So you are doing a great service after from the great beyond. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, my God. All right. Let's talk about this takeout food from your own kitchen. So new app lets you turn your kitchen into a takeout restaurant. I don't. You don't. You're not on board with this. I can tell already. So I know I'm just trying to understand how. So like. So it's kind of like a partnership between like a service like uh, Grubhub or something like that, where instead of you ordering food from a restaurant, you order it from somebody. So maybe somebody's making spaghetti that night. Hard pass. And you're like, I'm gonna, I want spaghetti. And then the, someone picks it up and brings it to you. At least there are laws and rules and uh, so many regulations in place to prevent the passing of disease in restaurants. Mm. That's not to say that it doesn't go unfounded and sure. that it doesn't occur. It does happen, but not very much. You're right. I... I'm hesitant well, in eating food that people bring in from their own homes at work. <laughs> That's true. I'm like, is this person clean? Some people call it a potluck. I call it Russian roulette. I Yeah. Yeah. Basically. I I just choose not to participate in those food yeah. days. Unless I'm first. Unless I'm first up there. Yeah. Well, no. Well, depending on who's made the food. So if, if someone brings in food, I'm often not someone to participate um, if food is ordered from somewhere, I like to be like first in line. Yeah, for sure. So then I know who has touched what. Yeah, that's very true. Because people don't even think like they'll lick their fingers and then grab something uh, and then, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's well, happened. Like, like what we did for today, like we had a little, uh, holiday, uh, breakfast at, at work. So all of us, uh, all of us, uh, in the management group, we, we serve pizza to our folks, our department. So is this the second time you've given pizza to your people. Yes, we did this last week as we gave them lunch pizza last week. This week was breakfast pizza, but we, but I, as along with everybody else in, on the team, there was maybe four or five people. We stood there and we cut the pizza up and then we used tongs to hand it to them on their plates. That's how you do it. That's how you do it, man. That's how you do it at a bank. It's all business, baby. All business. <laughs> all business. <laughs> Give a shit about your family. <laughs> Although my job was to cut the pizza into ha- pieces into half to make sure there was enough for everybody. <laughs> so I Aww, was, that's nice. I was sawing. So I was trying to saw through the pizza quickly because there was like, you know, like 30 or 40 people in line. I was trying to saw through the pizza so quickly that I think I cut through the and so aggressively i think i cut through the pizza box so i was worried that there was like cardboard remnants that had flown up into the pizza. they'd figure it out yeah they would know this cheese is tough <laughs> i don't like pizza from here yeah anyway so no i don't i don't want to participate i would well, not order anything well, from anyone what if it was more of like a situation where you had to be somehow accredited like maybe there was a Instead of it just being a random kitchen, you had to meet a certain standard. There was a new maybe classification of restaurant designed and you had to get in and your kitchen had to be inspected and you still had some kind of regulation involved. Would that change it anyway? In any like way restaurant Airbnb. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. You're, yeah, exactly. Would that change it for you? No. Okay. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Hmm. Hi. 
Do you think that there is a market for this? Probably. Yeah. I do. I think I, you know, I think uh, I'm a little bit more of a germaphobe. Yeah. But, um, I think there are probably people, maybe even like college students who might have a little bit of a hankering for a home cooked meal. Right. Right. So maybe or, someone could specialize in that and they're, yeah. Especially around the holidays. Like right. if there are students who maybe live too far away from home to be able to make it home yeah. for the holidays. They can have an actual home cooked meal from someone and just order it. That's kind of nice. That sounds kind of nice. I think I think in those situations, people would be more willing to uh, give it a chance. Most college students don't care what they no. put into their bodies. Oh, they they would be willing to no take, what take the risk, <laughs> exactly. regulated or not, <laughs> on a nice home cooked meal. Yeah, I think you're right. Would you Would you participate in this? Um, I think I wouldn't if it was just like random, like like a thing where it was like, "Hey, I'm making spaghetti tonight." five bucks a bowl and then someone comes and picks it up for you. But if it was like regulated somehow where maybe you had to be, you had to have your kitchen inspected and you had similar standards set forth. So you maybe had to have a certain kind of like commercial kitchen in your home. So it wasn't like a, wasn't something anybody could just do. You had to mm-hmm. have a, maybe invest a little bit in it to be up to the standards. Maybe. I mean, if something like took off, maybe there would be, I would want to be the first person to do it. But if like, this thing existed in our area and like people were going crazy about a certain particular restaurant, quote unquote, uh-huh. I might be interested in trying it. Can you read it for me once more? Yes. A uh, new app lets you turn your kitchen into a takeout restaurant. Okay. So it's strictly takeout. Is there yeah. opportunity for anyone to eat in? So like, could you have like an app that just says like tonight I'm making uh eggplant parmesan and i'll have enough for 10 guests hmm. reserve your place now oh that's kind of interesting and could so be very then, dangerous though yeah like not only are you eating someone else's food but you're in their home that you've never met before right so you have the danger of being poisoned or the host has a danger of being murdered. Right. There could be like a trap door no under matter, your chair. No, it's it's the H.H. Holmes of restaurants. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you come in and stop on in for an H.H. Home-cooked home meal. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Murder house. It's a murder steakhouse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's good it's a murder steakhouse yeah gross mm, killer apps come on i think there's a yeah i think there's a lot of danger there but i mean like you said there would have to be a lot of regulations and stuff like that so yeah. maybe if it had some sort of setup like that as well it wouldn't be so scary yeah because like what if you went with like three of your friends can't kill call can't kill all of can't you Can't kill everybody push, i mean unless the weakest one forward and run yeah that's exactly it <laughs> i that's feel like exactly i would be the, i feel like i would be the weakest third wheel on in any of these situations <laughs> <laughs> boy i get asked out to dinner quite a bit this is <laughs> i have a lot of really good friends <laughs> wait guys am i the weak one? Oh no am i the one that you guys would oh geez leave behind just to oh, run and survive 
Just kill me now, sir. No. Just let me try some of this tortellini first. <laughs> it looks divine. <laughs> I was reading an article like this. Almost sounds like a like post-apocalyptic uh, Grubhub or something like that. We're like we're rebuilding, and we don't have restaurants anymore. And this is like Aww. we're like trying to get some semblance of what the world used to be like. Uh, which makes me think of an, an article, I, uh, an actual article I read recently about sort of this current economy of um, convenience. I don't know what you'd call it, but like Uber, Grubhub, uh, Instacart, um, Airbnb, a lot of these different sort of uh, new businesses, new things that have only kind of come out in the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Like none of them are making any money. Like everybody's losing money. Like the companies are losing money. Uh, they almost don't know, like some of the, some economists aren't really sure how long this kind of stuff is going to last because like Uber's bleeding money. I mean, yes, it's a lot cheaper to take an Uber than a cab. However, because you're not paying much for the Uber, Uber doesn't have a lot of money. Like yeah. I mean, they do in the grand scheme of things, there's like millions of dollars, but it's not going to last forever. The, I think the, the, uh, perk of having Uber is that not everywhere has uh access to cabs true yeah you know like we i mean buffalo for instance buffalo bars are open until four our train a very tiny train short train yeah it's not like a tiny it's a (laughs) it's a short train (laughs) it's it doesn't have a long path um it only runs till midnight right that's a four hour gap and then maybe we have some cabs, but we also have Uber, which mm-hmm. is great. Both reduce drunk driving, but then how much is it utilized? Right. You know, like we've, we've been in Buffalo for a few years now and I remember coming out here in the nineties, going to concerts. Like we used to go, we went and saw this guy, Ron Hawkins at a place in the late nineties. If you know where to listen to him, you should do it. Yeah, he's really great. He has one of my favorite voices. Ron Hawkins or uh, his band, The Lowest of the Low, are pretty awesome. Probably one of my favorites of all time. They're a Toronto, Ontario band. Um, So they come to Buffalo quite a bit. There's quite a lot of, uh, in our town, we get a lot of Canadian radio stations, a lot of Canadian TV influence growing up. So anyway, uh, we went and saw Ron Hawkins. He didn't go on stage until midnight in this bar and played until like three in the morning. Mm Mm-hmm. And I remember leaving and there, and I was young then, uh, younger <laughs> and could stay up that late. I was young. I then. was a young man, but there were like tons of people out then just drinking and like hanging out in the nineties. But I don't know if, does that still happen here? Because I mean, we're not out that late, but right. I never hear people talk about being out until like four in the morning I, anymore. I, I think probably that they must. Right. We're just not involved in that anymore. No, because we have to get up early the <laughs> yeah. rest of the week. So I don't know. Yeah, Maybe. it's interesting. I mean, I, I just yeah, I never hear people talk about being out super late like that. But but I I think that they're they, these people who are out so late, they would miss the window of opportunity for uh, takeout in these homes. There you go. They would miss the opportunity. Or but you could they have could like take a, up Uber. Yeah, or you could if you lived if you had a uh, if you had a business a house near one of these a bar. It would be the Breakfast. new the redefinition of Uber Eats. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah. 
Maybe they maybe the car could just pick you up and drive you around while you eat and then just drop you back off again. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> it's maybe, a mobile restaurant. Maybe the the Uber car will pick up your food and then you um eat. <laughs> How about this? Huh. It's an it's an it's an Uber Eats, but it's like a semi truck. In the back, it looks like a restaurant inside. There's tables, chairs. There's a waiter in there. There's a little kitchen That's area. That's how Uber could make money by forcing people to get specified licenses for yeah. driving a truck. And then you and your party get in the truck and you sit at the table and they just drive you around while you eat. And then in a truck. <laughs> where where you come out, who knows? No, that's just you, that's what you sign up for. That's an what adventure. You, you don't know where you're going. Right, you are blindfolded the entire time. Uh, so you don't know exactly where you're eating. Right. <laughs> it's a new sensory yeah. uh, exploration. Right. By taking uh, brought away, to you by Uber. By taking away the sight, it enhances the taste sensation. Um, this sounds like more of a lift. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because then they, they could really market it as like lift off and like you don't know where you're going. <laughs> lift off. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I like you know that. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is very interesting stuff. Uh, but final verdict, I would not participate yeah. in this. I, I wouldn't either unless it was something that had been established and there was certain places that were had been legitimized through lots of people talking about it and going there and being and being okay. Yeah, I wouldn't do it. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd eat at home. Yeah. My own food. Prepared by me. So one of these headlines is yes. real, Kevin Dillon. Which one do you think it may be? One of these three is real. <laughs> Two of these Calm three it down, Andy Bernard. Fake. I did turn into Andy Bernard there, didn't I? <laughs> uh, <laughs> we haven't watched The Office in a couple weeks, so I've just, I'm trying to just become the characters. <laughs> I've been listening to... Uh, my audible book uh ellie kemper uh my squirrel days mm-hmm. uh so i i noticed that there are certain things that i would say that ellie kemper would also say <laughs> and like that sort of delivery which is very fun don't forget guys audibletrial.com slash fake head pod <laughs> um my, kevin my guess uh for the real headline I'm going to go with the cardboard cutout. Mm. That is a f- real headline. Oh, you really tried to psych me out, I sir. I did. That's not very nice. Mom uses several life-size cardboard cutouts of herself to trick toddler into toddler son into thinking she's always around. That's really sweet. Here's a picture of one of them. Oh, my gosh. They're like ultra She's realistic. like in different poses. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is real. She's. They did a, quite a job on this. And different as in like she's like squatted down like i expected just like a mom standing up like right. with a wave right no she's like in she's squatted down like marie kondo right <laughs> she's her legs are folded in such a way she could fit in a drawer that's yeah. how that's how marie kondo <laughs> yeah she, is. she yeah. yeah did the three-fourth fold they actually live in a marie kondo it's pretty crazy <laughs> yeah it's very affordable she buy her good <laughs> Feel things you don't need so this is from uh oddity central uh, a young Japanese couple have come up with an ingenious way of making their one-year-old son stop crying whenever he notices that his mother isn't around. <laughs> Life-size cardboard cutouts of the woman placed strategically in the room he is playing in. That's really sweet. Fuki Sato recently became an overnight sensation after photos of her life-size cutouts went viral all around the world. 
It's not that they're unusually lifelike, although they do seem very well done. It's that they're, it's what they are used for that has gotten the family so much attention online. Apparently, Sato and her husband have been having trouble calming their one-year-old boy who wouldn't stop crying whenever he noticed she wasn't around. <laughs> Since staying by his side 24-7 wasn't really an option, they decided to have her be around the child all the time while not really being there. The couple decided to have high-quality, life-size cutouts of the mum printed and placed around their son to trick him into thinking that his mother is actually there watching over him. Apparently, the first time they tried it, the trick only fooled the kid for about 20 minutes. After he realized the mother was fake, he started crying again. <laughs> but those 20 minutes felt very promising, so the parents decided to give the strategy another try. In a Twitter post that has since gone viral, the child's father wrote that they had another cutout made that, for the time being, it seems to be working. The two parents even shared a video as proof. In it, Sato can be seen placing the cutout in the kitchen and then walking out the front door. The boy is seen playing happily in the front, of, happily in front of the TV, and occasionally casting a look at his fake mother while his father chuckles on the sofa. <laughs> it's hard because my one-year-old child cries as soon as mom disappears. The father posted on Twitter. As a countermeasure, I experimented with what would happen if we set up a life-size panel mother. <laughs> as a result, it's, uh, as a result, it is not noticed for about twenty minutes. The cutout may be used uh, occasionally. <laughs> that's pretty interesting yeah that's really great wow great job yeah nice job hey guys for you the listeners of fake headlines podcast audible is offering a free audiobook download and a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service you know recently i used a credit to download uh, Pet Cemetery by Stephen King, and it was narrated by Michael C. Hall. Well, that sounds delightful. It was awesome. It was uh, thrilling, and uh, it really helped me get through my workday. It was America's favorite author with America's favorite serial killer. Yeah, it, it was like a match made in Pet Cemetery heaven. <laughs> <laughs> now, Tiffany, where can our uh, friends and listeners get a uh, trial, the free trial? Oh yeah, to download your free audiobook today go to audibletrial.com slash fakeheadpod again that's audibletrial.com slash fakeheadpod for your free audiobook bye kevin kevin yo are you ready yes i am ready for these three headlines i am ready for these headlines three. Oh. <laughs> headline number one Man recalls the time he knocked himself unconscious after sneezing into the table during a holiday dinner. Oh, my God. Man recalls the time he knocked himself unconscious after sneezing into the dinner table at a holiday dinner. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Headline number two. Retired chemistry teacher delights the neighborhood by turning their vacant greenhouse into a snow globe. Aww. Retired chemistry teacher delights the neighborhood by turning their vacant greenhouse into a snow globe. Into a snow globe, okay. And headline number three, live nativity scene in action. Camel, cow, and donkey discovered walking down the street together. <laughs> live nativity scene in action. Camel, cow, and donkey discovered walking down the street together. <laughs> 
<laughs> I like it. <laughs> Camel, cow, and donkey sounds like a Shrek spinoff. <laughs> I thought you were going to say it sounds like a game like uh, Fuck, Mary Kill. <laughs> <laughs> now, look, I think I would rather uh, kill the donkey, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> These are some tough questions. Have you seen the humps on that camel? Uh, oh, 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 those are some lovely <laughs> lady lumps. to pass up. Oh, <laughs> those are some big ones. And that cow and the udders. Oh. <laughs> I love your impression of like a, I don't know what that is, but I like that character. 1960s comic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Catskills comedian Tiffany Dillon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at those yams. Oh, speaking of yams. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they always seem better when they're a bit candied, you know? Hey. They got the little marshmallows on top. That's, that's perfect. Hey, it reminds me of nips. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> God. <laughs> anyway. Okay. So, anyway, uh, man recalls the time he sneezed himself unconscious <laughs> at the holiday gathering. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> just imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> like, did he hit his head on something or did he just, yeah, on the, the table. force of the, or was that part of the headline the table? Yeah. I, I, I try to write fast, but I'm not uh, always, I don't always write down all the words. Man, that me too. A uh, man recalls the time he knocked himself unconscious after sneezing into the table into during the a table. holiday. Okay. Uh, first, uh, I forgot about that aspect of it. So I was thinking maybe his head, there was such a whiplash effect that he knocked himself out. <laughs> or he has narcolepsy. Like, <laughs> or maybe the conversation was so boring. He just fell asleep. Yeah. Maybe that's part of it. <laughs> no one thinks you're interesting, Gary. <laughs> Stop talking about your rock collection. We get it. Why you're... did you even bring that with you? Who carries rocks around like, with them? There's no room on the table. There's oh. too many things. Like I've, I, my coleslaw bowl is on the floor. This is ridiculous. <laughs> I worked really hard over that coleslaw. I took out the bag. I emptied the contents, threw in some slaw juice, and then a called it a day. Juice. I bought a jar of slaw juice. <laughs> I don't know what you I don't know how you make it. <laughs> That's what they call it, right? Excuse me. Uh, can you point me to where the slaw juice is? <laughs> this is a grocery store. Are you looking for like a vape shop? What are you looking for? Coleslaw vape. That sounds delicious. It's like a, pic it's like a picnic in your lungs. That's gross. Mm, slaw lung. Uh, yeah, well, you with this with the slaw. Lung, 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 lung. Slalung. Isn't that like an Olympic sport? <laughs> <laughs> the slaw. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why that that tickles me so much. <laughs> uh, I don't think I've ever sneezed that hard that I've uh, done any physical damage to myself yeah i think i i you've never like sneezed like weird uh <laughs> yeah so like you've like kind of like pulled apart inside no your body <laughs> no i've never done that i didn't almost become fossil fuel by sneezing because <laughs> you know like like things are you have organs and, like <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Dr. Tiffany. I don't know how to describe this without making you vomit because I know you can't handle oh, body things. Jesus. All right, go ahead. But 
But have you ever had like felt like something like twisted kind of like if you sneeze real hard? Mm, no, oh, no. Okay. I farted when I sneeze once. <laughs> <laughs> but I've never like cracked my back farting or sneezing. <laughs> I take that back farting. I have cracked my back. <laughs> Um, (laughs) also what about like biting your tongue have you ever done that with a sneeze yeah oh no never you've never bit your tongue while sneezing no i feel like it happens to me all the time really no my tongue's never involved my tongue my tongue has an alibi there's no way it was involved (laughs) 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 but Complete serious. No, my daughter. <laughs> You're just so serious. Uh, my tongue has never been involved. <laughs> Not once. Never. And I will. I will notarize this uh, conversation. I uh, no. I've I've bitten my tongue several times. No, I've never done that. Before. It's the worst. Like I've sneezed before, and my eyes popped out a little bit. I'm just kidding. I just want to see what you say. <laughs> Your face. <laughs> if you could, if, you I, if could I could melt, melt into, into the, the wall. wall. <laughs> That's exactly what it like wanted to do. Like your eyes said it all. There, your eyes just said, "Please just melt down, become a part of this paint, and disappear forever." <laughs> I am now paint. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's exactly what yeah, i wanted to happen yeah, i could see i could see by the look on your face <laughs> <laughs> no i don't think i've ever like thrown my back out sneezing or done anything like that i think i've broken an eye vessel before oh jesus really i think when i had the flu i had to oh yeah well maybe that was from throwing up <laughs> <laughs> i threw up a lot <laughs> let's talk about fun memories huh, uh, <laughs> also i just want to go on record and say that i think that we both sneeze at an appropriate level i do too today i sneezed at work and it was a little louder than i normally do and i felt the need to apologize mostly because it's so quiet mm-hmm. in there um but also because it was a like it really took me by surprise, so there was like no chance to like really muffle it. Mm-hmm. But usually, yeah, <laughs> an appropriate level, nothing that makes you jump out of your chair. Yeah, right. Or out of your skin when right. you hear them <laughs> hear them sneeze. <laughs> we um, we had a um, you and I had a mutual professor in college uh, at different times in our lives. Right. <laughs> Separated by a decade. Separated by a decade. The man had a healthy career. <laughs> <laughs> he did. Um, but I remember him kind of going on a rant once where he was like, I love sneezing. It's such a great feeling. It's so cleansing. And I'm like, you're That's crazy. Weird. You're a crazy person. Is it true that your heart stops when you sneeze? I don't think so. Is that Because I think that's why you say God bless you. Because you're trying to... I thought that was because they were trying to keep the demons out. Oh. I always thought because your heart stops. So I've always lived, <laughs> I've always lived with this idea that your heart stops when you sneeze. I'm going to ask... Uh, okay. I'm going to ask Google this because Google seems to work a lot better than Siri. Oh, sick bird. Damn, take that, Siri. You stink. Does your heart stop when you sneeze? Here's a summary from UAMS Health. When you sneeze, the intrathoracic pressure in your body momentarily increases. This will decrease the blood flow back to the heart. 
However, the electrical activity of the heart does not stop during the sneeze. Okay, so there's a little bit of truth to that. There's a little bit. Some heart, uh, some changes happen, but it's not like your heart stops. Right. So you thought that. So your understanding is, a, is that there's a spirit, like a more of a spiritual element to it. Uh, that's why I thought like Gesundheit, because it's like. What does that mean in English? Uh, I think it means it mean like, good blessing? health. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, yeah. Essentially, I think. I thought it meant demon sneeze. Uh, it means uh, banish the demons. <laughs> right. Because everything's very aggressive in German. <laughs> when someone sneezes, you, demon sneeze. <laughs> Nine. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, height. I did not sneeze and I will swear by it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I, I assume that the reason why sneezes and, and maybe this is just something that i heard along the way and maybe there's no truth to it we're full of facts um <laughs> it is called fake headlines folks <laughs> what do you want <laughs> research um <laughs> so uh i thought that people said god bless you or bless you after sneezing or gesundheit uh because um they thought that during that moment of passing death they wanted to keep the demons out ah gotcha and okay keep, keep you blessed keep you healthy yeah. keep you safe i always feel funny saying either way either thing because when i i don't say bless you because i don't know if people want to be blessed i don't know what their deal is i feel weird saying it to people uh-huh. and the gesundheit sounds like i'm always worried i'm saying it the wrong way so i i shy away from that so what i end up saying most of the time is bless you like a ch bless you I'm never really saying bless you. I've always just said bless you. Just to like cover all your bases. <laughs> <My> own, yeah. <laughs> I think he, I think that guy blessed me for sneezing, but he also may have just belched in his mouth. I don't know what he said. <laughs> bless you. Is he saying blue shoes? Bless you. Bless you. Bless you. Does the guy want blue, uh, the Bluetooth? Is he on Bluetooth? I don't understand what he's saying. Um, that's weird, Kevin. Yeah. That's just something I've always done. I say bless you. Bless Only you. if I've had someone else say, bless you to me. Uh, see, I can't keep track of that. Because, well, as, uh, who am I sneezing around? Not a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a stranger, really don't give a flying fuck. I was raised that sneezing was a private matter. You held it until you got to a place where there's no one around. And then you let it out quietly into your hands. Also farts. Same with farts. You let it out quietly into your hands. <laughs> I'm spending a lot of time in my car at work. <laughs> uh, oh, no, 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 no. Why would you fart in the car? That's a quiet place. So often. It's the only seclusion I can get. I do have to admit that I enjoy my uh, post-lunch walks. Well, post-eating my lunch walks. Because it allows me to go out into the world and just fart freely. <laughs> You're like propelling yourself down. And not, not feel like so bloated or like... Because sometimes like, I'm just like, I eat something and I'm like, man really gotta fart yeah there's like no like if you go to the bathroom that's when it's like right back into your body and you're like it's not happening it's not happening it's stuck there now (laughs) and then you sit uncomfortably at your desk all day like oh god oh it hurts it feels like i got a balloon inside of me yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) we're weird uh bless you bless you (laughs) uh (laughs) yeah so this 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 story actually happened uh like he's recalling it so it's it's not something that happened to him at this holiday season so okay. it's, i guess somehow it's story. kind of 
caught on. Oh, okay. So he's talking about it now. <laughs> also, you'd have to be kind of close to the table, like to like. We was he like like leaning forward? For, like, he, there's a lot of distance there between a sitting position and hitting your head on the table. I sit close to the table. Close enough to where, like, you would really have to really like dramatically swing your body down to hit the table. Well, you'd have to like push yourself out from the table if you're eating, mm-hmm. and then. So I don't think he was able to do it in time. Oh, so maybe he slid the chair back. He slid the chair back, thought it was enough. Oh, I Didn't see. have enough time. Okay, so he wasn't like fully at the table and then just like fell Fist forward into the mashed potatoes and Yeah, sneezed. I think it was just like a frontal lobe Gotcha, smash. gotcha. Okay, that makes a little bit more sense. I was, yeah. kind of, I was trying to envision how this would happen. All the forks were out of the way, which trouble. is the important thing. Oh, that's thing. good. Yeah. That is good. Yeah. Can't say the same thing about that cranberry sauce, though. Nope. We lost it. We lost it. All that work down the drain. (laughs) (laughs) All that slaw juice wasted. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Uh, You want to try number two? Retired chemistry teacher delights the neighborhood by turning their vacant greenhouse into a snow globe. No, that's great. Because I thought you were going to say tur- delighted the neighborhood by turning the greenhouse into a meth lab. So I'm glad you went in a different direction. Oh, no. Much more festive. Yeah. Much more festive. This isn't Albuquerque. <laughs> no. I like this idea of like a indoor, like a, like a life-size snow globe. Yeah. That sounds delightful. Yeah. Like if that was a thing that was accessible right now, I would go to it right now. Mm-hmm. I want to see that. I want to be in that. So you could like, so you could go and uh, up to this greenhouse and, and even though it's not like a traditional globe shape, it still has that fun element. element to it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that. I, I enjoy, um, looking at holiday decorations. I really, haven't really seen many this year cause we have, um, I don't know. We just haven't for whatever reason. We've driven by a couple houses that are nice, but we've, uh. We just really haven't been able to take that in too much this year. So, yeah. But we are going to go see some Christmas lights after Christmas, though, which I'm very excited about in Niagara Falls Festival of Lights. Yeah. So that'll be pretty fun. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. We tried to go last weekend, but then it rained. Yeah, it was terrible. In, it uh, slushed. You know how you guys cold. always hear about how Buffalo is terrible when it comes to weather? Uh, that Last weekend was one of those weekends. It was one of those weekends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we're going to go this coming time. But uh, I like the idea. I love uh, I love when people s- decorate their houses and put the lights on and everything. Uh, although we talked about it last week or the week before about sometimes people go a little bit overboard with uh, with the lights. Sure, just a simple tasteful display of lights is, mm-hmm. is is welcome. And I don't really like those chaotic ones. Like there's one that's a couple blocks away from where we live that. It, like you and I were both oh, yeah, like, yeah. we're like, uh oh, it looks like they just threw the, a strand at at the tree. The, yeah, exactly, like and then just plugged it in. Yeah, it's it's not. There's no. It's just like all wadded. And it's like kind of on the tree, and then also on the house. Yeah, like it just looks like a mess. Like you yeah. really, you really need to. Uh, do it in a sort of a symmetrical way. Yeah. Like either outline the house or go around the tree. Don't just like throw it at the tree. Either give a shit or you don't. Right. It looks like a, it looks like a, like the wind blew a lights from another tree onto this tree. Maybe that's what happened. We don't that know the story. That could be, but it's been there for a couple weeks now. Yeah. So. I think that this was intentional. I think it was intentional. Yeah. And it's stupid. Yeah. Yeah. You need to, you need to be a little bit more neat with that kind of stuff. Do you think, uh, this uh snow globe how how would they do it i'm guessing uh packing peanuts maybe uh-huh mm-hmm. maybe some kind of confetti oh that might work yeah 
Maybe just some shredded paper. Yeah. I imagine that would probably work out fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think is like a, do you think there's like a, uh, something uh, in the middle? Like a, like a snow globe? Like a little s- gingerbread man or something? You know, like in a snow globe, you'd have like a, like something to look at inside the globe. It's yeah. It's like a snow blown around. What do you think is inside the greenhouse? What do you think the focal point is of it? Um, probably, uh, like a Santa's workshop. I like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that. A Santa's greenhouse, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe Santa with a green thumb. Yeah. And a little shovel. Yeah. And a bucket. Yeah. And some seeds. I think that's sweet. I and like then the that. elves like planting stuff. Maybe he's planting elves. You just see little elf heads popping up from <laughs> the ground. They're, they're like little sunflowers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's very wholesome. Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> being able to uh, take this structure not really being used and, and creating something fun. I, I like that. This. I like it too. You don't really see a lot of greenhouses on, in people's houses or like functioning ones anyway. Yeah. I mean... If, if they are functioning, they're probably in a part of their yard that you don't really see. Right. right. Yeah, probably. I don't think a lot of people have greenhouses, do they? Not that I'm aware of. Is no. that a rich person thing? I think it's a very rich person thing. Like they just have plants for fun? Right. And lots of them. That they maintain? It's like an indoor farm. Or they have a gardener too. Right. Yeah. They have an indoor garden. That's weird. Mm-hmm. That's not what, that's not what common folks do. I don't... I, I'm not really great at growing things. I'm I'm particularly happy that we have an aloe vera plant, a Christmas cactus, two spider plants. We had more, but and they died. Some mystery Trader Joe's plant that are still alive. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that thing is, but it's still kicking. It's like really it. growing up. I don't know. It's growing up right <laughs> in front of really our eyes. It's growing up oh, right in front man. of our eyes. Yeah, it's little very plant. Yeah, love you. <laughs> But yeah, I uh, the idea of repurposing and uh, creating like this fun little neighborhood thing. Also, you mentioned the chaotic lights. I also find it a little overwhelming when people have like a thousand things in their yard for Christmas too, mm-hmm. like a thousand like little statue people all lined up, and it's just it's like too much. Yeah, like it's just pick a theme. Yeah, pick a theme and then just do lights or mm-hmm. something. I don't know, man. I don't need to see every character from Snoopy in your lawn with a snow with a Santa Claus hat on. Next to the Smurfs, next to some other random thing. <laughs> it's a lot. It's too much. Yeah. I understand, though, because if you only get to put that stuff out once a year, yeah, you you want to display it. But you don't. You just don't need that much. You don't need it. No. Just give it to your neighbors. Not unless you're like doing like a whole drive-through thing. Right. Maybe it's a business you have. Mm-hmm. A home-based business. You donate. I don't know what I'm saying. Do you think it would be more fun to be in the snow globe or just watch it from outside? Huh. I think it would be fun just to be in sort of artificial snow like that for a minute, Mm -hmm. but probably just the the watching it would probably from the outside would probably be pretty cool. Very exciting. Yeah. And there's no shaking. If it's like well lit. And it keeps going. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) It just goes and goes. Yeah. I do kind of like that. Yeah. I like the idea of like this sort of neighborhood gathering spot where people can all kind of come and just like enjoy it's like when people set up um like there's this one country road that's kind of uh closer to uh where we both went to college and 
um, there, there, there's like this long display of ornaments, which this is when it makes sense when it's mm-hmm. like meant to be like a drive by sort of thing where you right. see and appreciate all these displays, not just like a clusterfuck of things. Right. Right. And, um, but so I like the idea of using this as like a fun little free gathering for people to yeah. come and enjoy something. Maybe take some pictures. Holiday. Take some pictures. Yeah. yeah. It's a great picture clips. opportunity. Yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, just, just fun. Although it's not holiday themed, there's a, a house near where my parents live that they have like these, like a gate kind of thing at the end of the, at the end of their driveway. And there's like statues of Liberty on it. And then there's these like light st- fixtures. Oh yeah. I thought you were going to talk about the pillars, but this it's is a different gone, place. Yeah. This place, they've gone way overboard just in like normal decorations. Uh huh. And there's like a million little things by the fence. It's like, suddenly it's like weird and tacky. Yeah. It's like, come on, man. Why do you have statues of Liberty at the end of your driveway <laughs> for one? And then all this other shit. It's like, just take it down a couple notches. We don't need, you don't need that much decor in your front yard. Right. You just don't. Yeah. Um, maybe, maybe they're a big fan of the Salvatore family. And uh, <laughs> this is a specifically a local thing. There's this restaurant um, called Salvatore's and they own a, a couple of different um, higher end restaurants mm-hmm. and it's Italian as the name implies. Um, and uh, there's this one area where it's just like, a bunch of weird memorial, like there's a nine 11 memorial mm-hmm. and then there's some other stuff. Like none of it's like related. It's not right. personal or anything to the owner. It's just no. like, I have this cluster of site things. Yeah. I think there's like a world <laughs> war two memorial. There's a nine 11, there's a fountain. There's just like all this stuff in like a, in like a, like a little park area. It's very strange. It's like, it's just, it's too many, things happening at once yeah like it doesn't make sense <laughs> yeah and that's I mean, year they're, round they're things to they're all things to think uh, memorialize and to, th- and to think uh you know whatever but to have it outside your restaurant is weird <laughs> right right it is i think it is strange and there's also like a giant electronic billboard broadcasting people's birthdays and stuff like that yeah on too. it's just a weird combination of things nothing makes you happier than uh sadness and uh celebration <laughs> right <laughs> It's very conflicting. Right. You don't know what to do, so right. you just eat. Right. No one's going out to eat for nine eleven. Right. Like it's just it's not the way that you it's not the way that you remember. Right. It's just uh, it's weird. It's weird. It's, it's it a is, weird thing. Yeah, I don't get it. Um, it's nice, but it's also weird. <laughs> That's what they say about me. So he <laughs> was nice, but also weird. <laughs> all in all, Kevin is a guy that doesn't like a cluster of things. He wants you to keep it clean and neat and have something nice. <laughs> and he also appreciates the joy of snow globes. Yes, and he wants your museum to have a theme. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Thematic museums. <laughs> Okay, Kevin, headline number three, live nativity scene in action. <laughs> Camel, cow, and donkey discovered walking down the street together. It sounds like the beginning of like a weird joke. So this cow, it does. cow donkey, and a, what was it? A cow, donkey, and a camel, camel, camel walk into a bar. I don't know. And then where does it, where does it go from there? And the what guy, do they order to drink? And then the guy's like, yeah, I don't serve animals here. And then they're like, uh, then what's that burger over there? <laughs> Catskills comic Tiffany Dillon will be here all weekend, folks. Oh, that's so beautiful to entertain, huh? <laughs> yeah. 
Stupid. Look at those humps. <laughs> Tiffany on her Look at those humps tour. <laughs> that is what it would be called, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, how how weird. Why why would these three did they escape from a zoo? Well, I, well, that's what I was wondering. I, I was wondering if maybe there was actually like a live nativity scene and these animals broke free and they're like sort of like in costume. Yeah. Breaking free. Yeah. There's three dumb men out there looking for them. <laughs> I see what you did there. Uh, <laughs> so these three dumb men, they go out and they're looking for their animals. You got a camel, a cow, and a donkey. What's going on? I figure uh, the real asses out there are the ones that lost their animals. Ha huh? <laughs> The real asses. <laughs> oh, Tiffany Dillon tells it like it is. She is delighting audiences all weekend here at the Hotel Mule in... Hotel Mule! <laughs> in the Catskills. <laughs> Meow. <laughs> I'm a real cat with some skill. Hey! Hey! <laughs> <coughs> <laughs> cat skills what am I cat trainer <laughs> someone give this cat a ball of yarn <laughs> what would you do if you saw like this this strange gang of animals just out wandering around <laughs> do you stop and stare do you take a picture do you call 911 what do you, what do you do in that circumstance I think it, I think it's one of these situations where picture first 911 second is okay <laughs> As long that's as the, that's the rule of things, yeah. As long as they're not like attacking somebody, yeah. Then, then you flip flop those two things. You okay. call nine one one first, make sure everything's yeah. okay, or you call nine one one and put on speakerphone and then just take pictures as you're talking. That's yeah. probably the best way, really. Here, I'll post these pictures on social media. Yeah. You can follow up here. I mean, most likely you're already you're signed into Facebook already on your on the app. Yeah, just quickly go live on Facebook and then just yell for help for the police. Nine one one here. Here. These animals. Look at my Facebook. <laughs> oh, I have like 50 views right now. Oh. So well, exciting. Hopefully one of them is the police. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that's how you do it. Uh, yeah, I, th I think I would, uh, depending on what they were doing, if they were causing some uh, damage to a person, I would, uh, I would not step in because I would not want to get killed. But I would maybe make a phone call. Yeah. I could at least do that. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be the person that makes the phone call. I'm not going to be the person. I'm not. I'm never going to be a hero. I'm going to be the person that makes the phone call. That's a hero. <laughs> That's a hero. That's a respectable hero. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're taking action, but from a safe distance. Yeah, I'm going to. I'm going to be safe about it. I'm not going to get crazy. <laughs> I got my own health to worry about. Yeah. But uh, I will. Uh, yeah, I'll make a call. <laughs> <laughs> I have a question. So if this, it, perhaps these three animals did escape from a live nativity scene. Mm -hmm. So this is like part of it. What do you use for a real Jesus? <laughs> like, do you use like a lamb or do you use like a real baby? Cause that seems unfair. <laughs> well, I think that there's uh, would there be humans involved too? It's not all animals. That's right. It? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Humans. Yeah. And then you would have animals. Yeah, but so why would Jesus be a lamb? Sacrificial lamb. Oh, seems safer than a, a baby. 
Oh, I see what you're going with. You're looking at it more from the... I was thinking when you said that, that you were thinking it was an all-animal production of Nativity oh, no. Scene. <laughs> we'd have like an emu as Jesus. Come <laughs> from close and afar. <laughs> see the live Nativity Scene done only with animals. All-animal production. <laughs> Courtesy of the zoo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. And Dylan's office supplies. <laughs> Found at the corner of Office Max and I don't know Freeway for the freeway. <laughs> uh, yeah. So how how I've never seen a live live nativity scene, so I don't really know how they work. I don't know either. Do they? Do you just stand there for like freeze framed the entire time, or do you? Are they moving around? I feel like you could probably move around. I can't, you can't really control an animal. Right. You can't stay. Right. And uh, you can't. Uh, yeah, you couldn't just stand there like freeze-framed. That would be kind of boring. The worst things to use, this is what they always say, that the worst things or the, the most difficult things to use in a live production are animals and children. Yes. Because it, it's they're unpredictable, so you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Case in point, three of them make a quick escape. You know what you should do is use cardboard cutout, life-size cardboard cutouts. Just the have people. them on hand, just yeah. in case. Just in case. <laughs> Maybe uh, most of the time you would have these cardboard cutouts and then, and then, you know, when you happen to have make maybe a couple people walking by and you're like, quick everyone, places. Everyone <laughs> shuffles off into their places. They pose there for about five minutes and then go back. <laughs> places everyone. Yeah. I like that. The whole event lasts five minutes. Everybody's back home. Yeah. Like, you know, there's... Uh, they're sipping hot cocoa. Yeah, yeah. They're not... They're indoors. Maybe some gin and juice. Yeah. You don't know. Right. They're, there's fossil fuels heating their home. Yep. They're, they're very warm and toasty. Absolutely. <laughs> Burning some frankincense and myrrh. What's myrrh? I don't know. What What does uh, What does Catskills comic have, uh, have on myrrh? <laughs> Anything? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm so sorry I can't perform on cue. Oh, come on. What do you think of this nativity scene? Myrrh. <laughs> myrrh? I give it I give it a real myrrh. <laughs> nativity scene. It's real myrrh. I say I say Frank, I have Frank. Where's your frankincense? Where's your frankincense? You put this together? And then You got you no me, frankincense. <laughs> you got no frankincense. <laughs> <laughs> That's my new line of incense. It's called frankincense. <laughs> <laughs> you got no gifts, Frank. No gifts. <laughs> pa rum pa bum pum. Uh, I love this. Uh, I love this new character of yours. <laughs> it's delightful. It's truly delightful. <laughs> <laughs> My laughing is the equivalent of a sneeze that would cause a head injury. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's fantastic. Holy shit. So, Captain, do you do you want to take a a, you want to take a swing and a miss? uh? (laughs) You want to take a stab at this? Um, yeah, I do. Let's see. What is the real headline? These all sound so bizarre. So great job with that. Thanks. Um, <laughs> God. <laughs> yeah, these are all really good. I don't really, I, I'm having difficulty picking one. <laughs> um, 
Let's go with the sneeze. The sneeze guy. The sneeze guy? Yeah. Kevin, that is a fake headline. You dastardly devil. Uh, what about the, the, the animals on the loose? The live nativity scene? Yes. Kevin, that is a real headline. Ah! <laughs> I do like the, the snow globe one. I was kind of hoping that one was real. <laughs> so I wanted to hear more about that. <laughs> look how, look how tiny, this is, this is like a tiny little donkey. Look how tiny that donkey is. Aww. I've just seen an action. That's all. This is the one you were you had found for Christmas time, right? Yeah. That's this great. is okay. So, I've had this headline pocketed for at least two weeks, mm-hmm. um, because it it um, well, I guess a whole month at this point. It's the twentieth, um, and uh, I was like, I need to use this for the Christmas episode because yeah. it just it made me laugh. It was fun. So this is uh, from people.com. It was a scene straight out of a Christmas nativity. Just a few weeks. (laughs) Just a few weeks and a few sheep short. So keep in mind, this is from November 21st. You're a few sheep short of a nativity. Yeah. You're a few sheep short of a nativity. (laughs) A trio of unlikely four-legged friends was reunited with their owner after they were found roaming down a street in Kansas. (laughs) The Goddard Police Department shared a photo on Facebook showing a large brown camel a brown and white donkey and a black cow exploring a wooded area off the side of a road. <laughs> what an unlikely trio to stick together. Unlikely. <laughs> it does sound like characters out of Shrek. <laughs> and it's a tiny donkey too. It's a tiny donkey. Uh, <laughs> now I'm a flying talking donkey. <laughs> uh, <laughs> though the post was shared in an effort to find the animal's owner, authorities couldn't help but poke fun at the serendipitous situation that seemed to indicate we may be halfway toward a live nativity scene in this Christmas season. <laughs> Does anyone know the owners of these three friends traveling together towards a northern star just east of Goddard? The post read, if we cannot locate the owner, we may be halfway towards a live nativity scene this Christmas season. <laughs> Please call 911 if you can help. I love it. Kansas is probably an area. I've never been there, in a, but it's probably a, a, the kind of area, this town, is the kind of area where someone could read that and be like, uh, honey, are our cow, donkey, and uh, camel? camel okay? Are they? Uh, no, they're not ours. Ours are good? Okay, We're ours good. are good. Ours All are right. good. All right. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> Authorities weren't the only ones who found amusement in the unlikely friendship. Facebook users also commented on the post, joking about the strange yet holiday timely site. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let them keep walking and follow them. Who knows? They may lead us to the second coming. It's a Christmas miracle, wrote one person. Someone took their (laughs) nativity scene a little too far this year. Oh, boy. Sassy commenter on Facebook. You devil. Here's another one. A camel. A donkey. Uh, They put brackets around this, so I think someone probably wrote an ass. Oh, yeah. A camel, a donkey, and a cow walked into a bar. Rolling on the floor, laughing my ass off. <laughs> you know, the RF. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. um, you have to tell people that you're, how hilarious your joke how is. How funny you are. 
Uh, Homeward Bound 2019 commented another user. That's pretty good. Referencing the 1993 <laughs> film that follows two dogs and a cat as they make their way back home to their owners. <laughs> That's funny. I love that one. That's funnier than uh, the other one. Yeah. That I also thought of. <laughs> but you didn't. Yeah, it was my first roll pass on the floor. Joke. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It was my first attempt. I would have punched it up a little bit. Just give me some time. This next part, I think, is a really important question to pose. I wonder which one escaped first and let the other two out, asked one person. Oh, that's pretty good, yeah. <laughs> Shortly after the initial post, Goddard Police Department announced that the owner of the adventurous animals had finally been located. It was just like a private citizen who had these three animals? Uh, hold on. Oh, I'm very curious. <laughs> Sheriff, uh, Sedwick County Sheriff's Lieutenant Tim Myers t- uh, told local TV station that the camel, cow, and donkey all belong to an employee at the Tingyanga Wildlife Park. Okay, all right. It is not immediately clear how the animals managed to escape and if they were friendly with one another another before their short adventure, which is funny. Like, they all escaped and then they were like... They bonded. You in? Let's go. A a road trip will do that to you. It'll bring you you close. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And uh, that's it. That's awesome. What a That's cute awesome. little story. Yeah, I oh, thought it was. Oh, for the holidays. <laughs> Happy holidays. Happy holidays to you. Happy holidays? I don't know. <laughs> What's so happy about them? <laughs> happy nothing. That's what I say. <laughs> oh, you Catskill comic. <laughs> uh, but that's our show, folks. Uh, thanks for listening, and thanks for uh, a wonderful year. Uh, we appreciate all of your support, and it- uh, thank you. And we uh, we really do want to extend uh, happy holidays to each and every one of you, no matter what you celebrate or if you don't. Um, we hope that uh, the end of 2019 brings you joy. Happy nothing. Go to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review. That would be really yeah, awesome. Please, guys. Yeah. And uh, check us out uh, over at fakeheadlinespodcast.com. We're uh, unveiling. It's actually up there right now, our new website. It's uh, a work in progress. There's still some uh, uh, some kinks that need to be worked out. But 2020 is going to be exciting for us because we're actually planning uh, a few different things for ourselves that yeah. we're, we're really looking forward to. And once we actually get it rolling, we'll explain a little bit more. Yeah. So we're very excited. So check us out. Fake headlines, podcast.com, uh, fake head pod on Twitter and fake headlines, podcast on Instagram and Facebook as yes. well. And anytime you want to contact us directly, please uh, go straight to hell. I'm just kidding. Please <laughs> leave us alone. Respect our privacy. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> no, uh, we've given you enough. <laughs> please email us at fakeheadlinespodcast at gmail dot com. Uh, what a year! It's been a great year. Uh, it's been a tough year, but we've had a lot of laughs along the way to uh, through tragic and uh, upsetting situations. We should have one more episode before the end of the year. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. We can't make any we'll promises. We'll see. We guys. can't make any promises. It's difficult when we're traveling so much for the holidays. So but maybe it'll this, be a mini sode. Yeah, maybe. I think we'll end up hitting you guys with a mini sode yeah, uh, so to round off 2019 and then we'll start off uh, 2020 with a nice little bang. Yeah, you know what that means. <laughs> Fireworks, baby. Fireworks. <laughs> oh, fireworks? I, th- fireworks? I thought you were going to say a different F word, but that's fine. Fireworks are cool. 
I love you. I love you, my uh, handsome husband. I love you, my handsome wife. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Wait, no, not handsome. Beautiful. You are stunning. Oh, I'm, I'm handsome. I'm beautiful. I don't know what you want to get from me. I don't know. <laughs> you trying to get in my pants or what? <laughs> you trying to get in my pants or you're trying to press them? Oh. <laughs> Either way, you're not impressing them. Oh, no, oh, you got that's it. Pretty no, good. You yeah, got I, it. I had to find the right rhythm there. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. Now we're a team. That's, that was a good high five in moment. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway. Bye. Oh, no. <laughs> you asshole. <laughs> oh, hey, I'm the asshole. Okay. Hey. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, for real, though, thank you, everyone. And uh, happy holidays. Happy holidays. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>